Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Take, take TPV Radio with you 24 7. Just download live 365 app from your Apple or Google Play Store. Like us on Facebook at TPV Radio or www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us, family. Let's go. Hey, what's going on, home team? This is your boy Gino Worldwide, Pastor Gino, man of Free Wave Radio, Generation Now Church in Murfreesboro. Hey, you are now listening to the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Walk with me, family. Let's go. You're listening to the hottest, most off-controversial, off-the-meters Christian radio station in the land. In the land. The Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Are you ready to walk, family? Let's go. Thomas Voice Reloaded on Sundays at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time. Then the Thomas Voice presents by booking only Tuesdays. It's the Grub at 1 p.m. Followed by Victory Over the Waste of Life with Sister Deanne Lee Green at 6 p.m. Thursdays, Real Talk. With Pastor Byron Sago at 4.30. Followed by Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, at 6 p.m. Friday, Music of the Spirit with Trey Milner at 4.30 p.m. And Saturdays is our double hitter. And it starts with Saturdays for Bet with Sister Lorraine Brown with Roberta Jones at 11 a.m. Central. Followed by Brother Don Presents with Pastor Gene Homer at 4 p.m. Also download Live 365 and search the Thomas Voice Radio Network and you're in there. You can also follow us on Facebook at TPV Radio or visit our website www.tpvradionetwork.com. Walk with us family. Let's go. At Majal's Products, we care for a better you with our handmade natural ingredients to give you healthier skin, body, and stronger hair. Like our face, foot, hair, and body care products. To order yours today, please visit our website at www.majalsproducts.com or on Facebook at Majal's Products. Get yours today and get your faster results without breaking the bank. You never heard Christian radio quite like this. Quite like this. Get your fix 24-7 on the Psalmist Voice Radio Network. Radio Network. This is ARB. Keep it locked right here on TPV.
Radio. This is Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, right now on TPV Radio. Hello and welcome. I'm Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach, liberating minds, transforming lives. Romans 12, 2 through 3. And do not be conformed to this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what the will of God is, that which is good and acceptable and perfect. For through the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think more highly of himself than he ought to think, but to think so as to have sound judgment as God has allotted to each a measure of faith. Let's get today's show started. Living life without apologies It's not wrong, dear I belong here So you might as well get used to me Well, you just have to do this. 
or you need to do this, or you just have to go along with this, or you just have... Now, these are God's people, God's people that study the same Bible that I'm studying, that that, that we, we're supposedly on the same page, and I understand it, and I get it. We all view things and read differently and interpret things differently, and that's fine. But there, I come up, it, it becomes a problem for me when you're telling me that you believe man over God. I have a problem with that. You're not saying it, but basically that's what's happening. So anyway, let me pray real quickly before we get into today's topic. Father God, our Father, my Father, thank you for giving me one more opportunity to share a word with the people according to what you have given to me. And, Lord, if I am in me, please remove me and put you there. And do not let me say anything that's not going to be uplifting or bring understanding or bring us bring us a thirst and a hunger to study your word more, Lord. That is what we're here for. That is why you have given me this ministry, this moment in time, in time, in this time, for a time such as this, Lord, I just thank you for everything that you're doing through, with, and for, and to me. Lord, I thank you, and I ask that you bless everyone that's tuning in, Lord. Open up the windows of heaven and let the floodgates rain down, rain of blessings on them up on top, blessings upon blessings beyond measures, Lord. Let them know that you are still on the throne, and you are God, and God alone, you don't need anyone's help, but you are glad that you have willing people who are willing to serve you, the true and living God. And we thank you for using us, Lord. It is in the mighty name of Jesus. Oh, and before I forget, Father, if anyone's going to say anything that's not going to bring glory and, and glory and honor to your name, I ask that you just stop us. Stop us. Let there be peace and harmony amongst all of the people here on the show. Lord, we thank you. We praise you. We magnify you. And it is in the mighty name of Jesus we do pray. Amen. Okay, you guys. Now, let me tell you what's going on. Uh, let me tell you, let me tell you, let me tell you what's going on. It was seeing the flyer this week. I, I I always ask God, how do I interpret what it is that you're giving me to give to the people, to share with the people? So I was, I, I became so puzzled this weekend. And as a Christian, I was a puzzled Christian. And I was like, not only was I puzzled, but I was like perplexed. I was I, I was just all over the place. I really was because I was just, I'm, I'm, I'm in a battle right now, a real big battle. I've had so many, but this is another big one because when you don't conform to what the world says and you have your own ideology and your own methodology, there are always going to be people that have something to say about you because you're not thinking the way that they think that you should think and you have your own independent thinking. Now, whether you're right or wrong, it doesn't make a difference. You have, you are entitled as an individual to think and believe how you believe. That is our free will. That is what we do here in America. We have free will to do whatever we want to do. If you want to go outside and, 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 and burn something up, that doesn't make it right. But because we're in the land of the free, we have the freedom to go do because nobody's watching you with that box of matches. But if your mind tells you to do that, that's what your mind tells you to do. But let's pray that you don't go do that. I'm just using that as an example. That don't make it right at all. But if you're burning your trash inside of a trash can in your yard and you're trying to keep from littering the street and you're having it in a controlled environment and you're doing something that's going to be the betterment for the community as well as yourself, 
and you burned it in a barrel, who's to come over and say don't burn that in that barrel in your yard on your property? If you want to take a chance on setting your yard on fire and your house on fire, that's, that's you. I wouldn't suggest it, but hey, that's you. But here's here, here's the thing, and I see my good friend, hey, Jackie. Jackie knows all about me, y'all. I'm telling you, when I say this, this, this woman here, it, it's amazing when God puts people around you where they don't have to say who they serve. You just know about the way that they carry themselves and how they act and, and how they respond to everything. She is one that God has placed in my life, and I'm so grateful for her, to her. She is just amazing with her advice, and this is something that I discussed with her, and she gave me, you know, she had, now this is where she said, I have no answers, but what I can tell you to do is you do what you feel is right in your heart. If your heart is right, then it's probably going to be right. If your heart's not right, it's not going to work out right. But do what's in your heart. But I have no answers. But what I ha- I can tell you, you got to come up, you got to do something. And how do you do it? I have no answers. But the one thing she did tell me, you can always go pray about it and let God be your compass and be your guide. Because that's the best thing that you can do. So anyway, enough about that. So needless to say, we have a right to do what we want to do in this world. But as I was saying, I became very perplexed this weekend. I was a puzzled Christian this weekend for this reason. I had, okay, everyone knows that I have a granddaughter who is a girl, but she 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 has a haircut in the 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 curly top. They call she said it's a pineapple, where all of this is on the top. Um, all this on the top is fluffy and big, and then this around the side is shaved off. So it's 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 like a boy's cut pretty much. Um, so anyway, I had her and I had my grandson, my six year old grandson and my fourteen year old granddaughter. So with them here with me, they were staying on night and he's excited because he's with his cousin, he finally gets to hang out with her and he just kept saying, uh, when I would say go get Kaya, he would say he's outside. He is outside. I said, there's no he outside. There's a she outside. And he just kind of looked at me like, oh, okay, whatever. And he went on and he went to say, um, uh, hey, Lillian. He went on to say, okay, well, I'm going to go get Kaya. So then he comes back in. He said, he's coming. And I said, there is no he. She's a girl. And so this kept going on. He kept referring to her as a he or him, but calling her Kaya. And I'm saying to her, he's saying to him or he or she. It's never she. I'm saying she, he's saying him and her and, and, and so forth. So anyway, I finally put this aside. I said, hey, look, she's a girl. She's not a boy. She's a girl. And the poor little fella, he looked at me and he said, with his little innocent self, he said, well, Gigi, he looked like a him. And I I wanted to laugh, but I was so hurt and so saddened because here it is, this six-year-old is very perplexed and confused. And at that point, 
me being the grandmother of both my grandchildren and loving them both, I am puzzled. As a Christian, what do I do? Do I convince my six-year-old grandson to call her, allow him to call her a he when I know she's a she? Do I tell her that you can't come around me because you want to look like a boy and you're confusing your cousin. And then the thing about it is she was standing there at one point and I asked her and he said, he, I said, no, she's a, she, she's not a boy. She's a girl. And instead of her saying, I am a girl, I just like to dress like this, or I like to wear my hair. Or I just like, whatever. She said nothing. She was okay with it. And I'm just standing there like, I, I was I was puzzled. I, I didn't know what to do or say, other than the fact that she's a girl. And I didn't want to just go off on her, because apparently in her mind, she's all right with it. So, y'all, I need some help. I, I, I'm serious. I love both my grandchildren, but then I've got my innocent grandson over here who doesn't know, and then I got the one over here who knows that she's not a, a boy, but likes to look like a boy, and she's all right with her cousin calling her a him. And every and, and when I talk to so many people, a lot of people say, "Well, it seems like it bothers you more." I said, "It does bother me more because I'm a Christian and I know she's a girl, and I'm sitting here letting my grandson over here." Believe a lie So I'm bothered Yeah I'm real bothered As a Christian I'm perplexed And I'm puzzled by it all So this is the reality coach's life Y'all know I always got some type of drama Going on And if somebody can give me some answers Please hurry up and dial 515-605-9873 As a Christian Am I supposed to outright let my grandson believe a lie and know it's a lie and be all right with it? Because I know the Bible says that one thing that God detests is a liar. Now, it's one thing to, 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 to not know you're lying. And it's one thing to not know a lie. But when you know it's a lie and you, you, you see the lie and you don't say nothing, y'all, it is better to be thrown into the depths of the sea than to cause one little child to stumble or one person to stumble. My grandson, my granddaughter, she didn't mind. So, y'all, I need some hope, some help. Somebody, I know I see that uh, uh, we have uh, the chaplain on the line. I, I pray, okay, Holly Spot, we know she won't be here. Um, I, I need some, I need some, I need some, I need some hope. I need some help. Because I'm studying the word, and according to the word, I'm, I'm in a, I, I'm in a, I'm, I'm, I'm in a something. Y'all got to tell me, I, I, I. I'm at a loss. I'm a puzzled Christian right now, but I know what I'm supposed to do. But at this point, how? Oh, can y'all all come on? Firecracker, Chaplin, uh, TNT, all y'all come, please come on and help me. Because, I mean, I'm seriously trying to find some kind of way to handle this and still stay within the will of God. Firecracker, is there anything that you can, I mean, I mean, can you, is there anything that you can offer me? Don't be silent now, Firecracker. I'm, 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 I'm almost literally begging. 
Are you damn firecrackers? Okay, she must not, you know, y'all know Firecracker have a problem with her phone sometimes. She be, you know, she, she, she not as skilled with the phone yet, but she's going to be all right. Okay, well, well, Taplin, you're here. Are you here? Yes, I am. Grace and peace. Thank you. Well, uh, I hope you've heard um, pretty much what I've been saying. And if you haven't, if you didn't hear it, do I need to give you a refresher? I heard the last, I got on like six minutes ago, five minutes, I guess. Um, okay. But I heard, yes, ma'am. So a quick refresher, because uh, I did hear the last four minutes of what you said. Okay, so you heard my struggle where I have my grandchildren with me, and I have a six-year-old and a 14-year-old. I have a boy and a girl. The boy is six. Yes. Uh, I'm getting a real bad echo. Is that me? I don't know. But uh, needless to say, okay, I have a six-year-old grandson, and I have a 14-year-old granddaughter. My 14-year-old granddaughter looks like a boy, but she's a girl. My Mm six-year-old grandson knows that his cousin is a girl, but because his little eyes are showing him what a boy looks like, he's saying every every time I would say, go get my granddaughter, he say, he outside. Or mm-hmm. he's coming, or him. He kept referring to her as a him, and I'm like, no, that is not a him. That is a she. She's a girl. And then I'm standing there and I'm talking to both of them, and he says it in her presence. She says absolutely nothing. And at this point, I'm a puzzled Christian. What do I do? I got both my grandchildren. I got one that I don't want him to believe a lie. But then his eyes are telling him the truth. Yeah. And then I got one over here who knows the truth, but believes the lie. Mm-hmm. So what am I to do? Well, I want you to read the scripture, if you if you will, uh, Matthew ten. Uh, maybe like now, starting from. To have my Bible in front of me today, Matthew ten and what? Uh, chapter thirty-five. And then it flips open to thirty-five. It flips open to Matthew ten. How about that? Uh, try thirty-five. It says, "For I come to set a man at variance against his father." Is that it? Yes. Okay. For I come to set a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Okay. Okay, read, read the ver- read, read uh, thirty six. Okay, and a man's soul shall be they of his own household. Okay, so um, basically, there's going to be that word variance is very key because it's dealing with a difference or a disagreement of opinion. Difference. Disagreement of opinion Jesus is setting the bar He's separating Because even though we love these people Mother-in-law, father-in-law, sister-brother We're going to have some disagreements Mm -hmm. Disagreements on truth Disagreements on decisions Disagreements on uh, opinions 
And the gospel will definitely cut, right? It will cut things and divide things. So when we have these family situations, I was asked by relatives to uh, participate in the marriage between two men. And this is a relative that was married another man. And I said, I cannot do that because I'm not in agreement with this union. So I won't participate. Love you. And I'll make you some fried chicken and we can eat some collard greens and we can hang out. But I don't agree with that. And I stood my ground. Mm-hmm. So, now these are young people now. Their parents are supposed to set the tone and train them up the way they should go. So now you're the grandmother. You have to, it's sensitive, but you have to set the tone of truth as best you can with love and compassion because God is not the author of confusion. There's a disagreement of opinion right here. There's a disagreement of lifestyle. But that young man, your child, your grandson, has to know the truth no matter what. That's our responsibility. Um, now, I'm not, I'm not here saying I know all the answers, how to approach this, but as you pray and as you hear me and you know what, as a woman and a grandmother, what you need to do, I think all three of those components, you're going to know how to approach this as the days and weeks come, because this ain't going away right now, right? And it's very, no. very sensitive. And, you know, it's it's causing a stir. But the scripture yeah. shows us that Jesus said a variance. Hmm. It's a disagreement hmm. of opinion, right? So I wanted you to see that because he was dealing with family. Mm-hmm. And that's a very sensitive sensitive issue um, with Christians because that's my brother, that's my husband, that's my wife, that's my daughter. Jesus is the mm-hmm. standard. Yeah. So wow. I hope that helps because, again, we all we need other people to, you know, come in. But we want to give this woman truth and love because this is a very sensitive issue that needs to be handled very delicately. Amen. And, and let me tell you what, what, what happened. And when you said that part about the parents, so when I told my grandson's parents about what was going on, the first thing my grandson's mother said is, please don't confuse my child. Mm. <laughs> and that, okay. that, that stung me. That, that yeah. stung me so deeply because here I wasn't trying to. Right. So she says, please don't confuse my child, and then his father calls me on the phone, and I tell his father what is happening. His father gets on the phone, and he he tries to explain it to him in a language to where he can understand. And his father goes, "Well, son, she's a girl, but there are mm. some girls that like to dress and look like a boy, but they're a girl. Nothing can ever change her from being a girl." You can always call mm. her a her or a she because she is a girl. No matter mm. what she looks like on the outside, she is a girl. And mm. he says so innocently to his father, well, her look like a boy. Those were yeah. his words. And I'm like, 
I, I'm just like, well, his eyes are not lying to him. And then the thing about it is, and even when you talk to her, she's to the point now to where she's, she, she talks from the back of her throat so she can sound more more masculine than mm. she. So it's like, I'm just like, Lord, help me with this. And so my, yeah. only, my only conclusion was to keep them separate because everybody's saying to me, well, you can't deny it. I said, but here's the thing. He's so young right now. Yeah. When he's able yeah. to understand then I can bring him back around. So whenever I decide, for, so my only conclusion, I don't want to not show my granddaughter love and let her know that I'm praying. I don't agree with your lifestyle. And let me tell you, she knows what she's doing because she says my GF wants to meet you. So mm. I, I text her back and I say, what is GF? I never got a reply back to that, but the text before that was telling me that I'm proud of what I am and I'm living how I want to live and I don't care who doesn't like it and da 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 da. And then I have a show she listens in and all of a sudden they, I mean she she thinks that she listens and then all of a sudden she tells me right after the show my GF wants to meet you and me being who I am, what is a GF? I never right. got a comment back from that which I think I know what it means, but I want you to tell me, if you're bold enough to, to tell me that your GF wants to meet you, and I've already told you I'm not participating in that with you because I'm not in agreement, I don't need to meet no GF. My yeah. duty as a grandmother is to love you. So yeah. she never replied back to me with that one. She never said anything. And, 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 and like I said, she can refer to herself as whatever she wants to because that's her free will. But she will always be my granddaughter. I will not ever introduce her as a he. And it's ironic that the week before I said this, and then here it is the weekend, here comes my grandson is introducing her as a he. And he didn't listen to the show. He don't know. So I'm really, I'm really at a loss. I'm really, I'm really struggling because all I could do is come up with, like my good friend Jacqueline, Jackie told me, she said, you're going to have to come up with something. And the only thing that I could come up with, Chaplain, was whenever she's here, I won't have him here. And that's sad that I have to take that approach, but I refuse to allow my grandson to be a trained liar when his eyes see one thing. But it's not what he sees. And it's so sad that we're at this point in life to where we're having to protect. We can't even believe what we see now. And, and that's right. Oh my God! It's all I, I all I can do is sit back and say, you know, it, it, it's one thing to 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 to, all, to 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 be to have that affection for someone. Uh, I, I have plenty of friends or, or associates that live an alternate lifestyle, and I love them. But they're not trying to make themselves over. They're not trying to be deceiving to anyone. They don't mind being called a woman because they are a woman. They don't care that I don't care with, care for their preference, but they care that I care for them and treat them with respect and respect the boundaries. 
but they're not trying to disguise themselves as a man knowing that they're a woman. And men that are men trying to disguise themselves, I have a problem, you all, when you do this, when you're confusing people. That is dangerous. It's not fair. And now we're getting to the point to where, on, uh, like I said, society is getting to the point to where they're wanting us all to become a liar. It's like everything is methodically set up for failure, for missing heaven. They want you to know clearly that this is a male, and then because they give you their identifying pronouns, you have to call him or her. So you're just going to make me be a liar. Y'all, I, 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 I'm, I'm, just, I, I, I'm just at a loss. I am a perplexed and puzzled Christian, Christian right now. That's all I can say. I'm not, let me rephrase that. I'm not puzzled because I know what the Bible, he just showed me in Matthew uh, 1035. I ain't, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm a little perplexed and I'm a little devastated that, 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 that Satan's having this, 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 this hip hip parade party right about now. All God's people are sitting around saying, "Well, we have to, you know, we have to love and we have to do this, and we, you know, we don't have to participate. We don't. We don't have to sit there and call somebody a man and knowing that that's a woman." We got to show them love and respect, but we don't have to respect what they're doing. So, y'all, I'm, right. just, I, I, I'm just I'm just at a loss that so many Christians are going right along with it. I see people, these Bible-thumping people, sitting right there, letting somebody, calling somebody a heat girl, and you sitting there looking at a man. Ain't no girl, boy. And Amen. I have a, 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 and, and y'all forgive me, I have a greater respect for people who choose to live an alternate lifestyle, but they're not trying to confuse me. Right. So, Chaplain, I, 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 I mean, am I, am I wrong for feeling the way that I feel? You're a human being. And if anybody tries to take your human... Um, tendencies out of it That's wrong You just have to Understand what we're dealing with In the society How the enemy is really Trying to cause Massive confusion And deception Which is in the Bible That he would do that We have to stand our ground You know We just have to stand our ground On the truth And we don't have to be nasty To do that We just have See truth and love will correct you if you want to be corrected. But if you don't want to be corrected, there will be um, there, there might be some reprisal that comes from that individual because they don't want to be corrected, right? So mm-hmm. that's why Jesus said, "Men will hate you for my name's sake. Nations will hate you because when you're living for me." There's going to be a reverence. It's going to happen. Mm. You can't avoid it. I have a relative that has seven children and decided to live that other lifestyle. It's unbelievable. I love them. Mm-hmm. But I'm in, I'm in massive disagreement with that. 
because you're, you're just causing a lot of confusion, but that's your choice. That's the time that we're living in right now. We see it, but it's in the word, how to deal with it. It, it, it requires a lot of humility because, you know, we have to take this to God and we have to have these dialogues that we're not having enough of in the church. See, we have to have these dialogues in, in our ministries. Mm-hmm. Right? Because mm-hmm. these are the issues that are that are plaguing our communities and our families. Mm-hmm. And we have to have an escape. Right? And and, and almost right. like a, an oasis, if you will, to escape this stuff because it's very emotionally draining and mentally. So um I don't think you're wrong. I think you're doing the right thing, talking about it. It's in the word. The word will not compromise for anybody. We got to come up to the standard of the word through humility and through faith and through repentance. They don't want to hear it. So we got to keep moving. But we have to stick to our to our, our guns, if you will, on the word of God. So I don't think you're wrong. This is very sensitive, you know. Um, but once you know what to do, you have to start to implement what to do. One of the one of the uh, dangers is continuing to discuss it. Once you get the ingredients of what to do, then you start implementing that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Makes okay. perfectly good sense. Makes yeah. perfectly good sense. Yeah. And 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 that's what that's what I'm trying to do. Is I I, I just feel like sometimes I'm just like Lord. I ain't gonna say what's next because it seems like every time I say Lord, what's next? Another hurdle comes, and I mean it's just like Father. So in life, do I have I not had to go through my Jesus? And here's another one, and they're all big ones. And I get and I thank you for trusting me enough to know that I'm going to address it and deal with it. But my God, have mercy. And um, I'm just. I'm, I'm really, it's really heartbreaking that I have to have to go through this. It really is because it, it, it's devastating. It's, 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 I won't say devastating, but it can be a devastation because I'm going to have to make a conscious decision to to not be a part of helping my son, my grandson, become an, an innocent liar. All because I know the truth. And then I got my granddaughter who who is I, I don't I don't even know I, I, I don't even I, I know she knows what she I know she knows what she's doing. Because when he called her a he, she did not correct him and I did, loud and clear right in front of her. And she did nothing. And let me tell you, when you're choosing to live your lifestyle the way that you want to live it, don't be so selfish and self-centered that you don't allow people a fair opportunity to know the truth. Y'all know I'm crazy. Y'all, y'all well, I won't say crazy as in local, but y'all know my life is an open book. I tell the truth because I don't want you to have to, I don't want you to assume nothing about me. It is what it is. Pray for me. 
not pray against me, but pray for me. Help me. Because I need my brother's keepers. I need the Christians to help keep me. I need someone. But don't let me sit here and you know that I'm not telling you the truth and you looking at me and you know I'm not telling you the truth. Just pray on me, girl. Now you know that's not true. Mm. And I don't mind because I'm trying to get there, y'all. And one thing now, I want now, I'm gonna tell you something. I'll take a chance on some other sins. But that one that where he say a liar should not carry in his eyesight, he despises a liar. He detests a liar. I don't wanna be that one. I got a lot of other stuff I gotta fight through, but that one that's something that I can somewhat have control over. I mean, you can have control over a lot of things, but sometimes that flesh is really hard to fight. But that that, that lying tongue, when you're not a natural-born liar, well, I won't say natural-born, when you just know that lying is your forte because you you go and tell the truth on yourself anyway, I can't lie too good because I can come back and tell the truth on me anyway. And then I tell you, girl, now you know I was lying. I made that up because I can't even keep it up. I already forgot the first one. Now I got to try to remember the second. I can't do it. Let me just tell you. And one thing I've learned, a lie will always tell the truth on you. It proved it this weekend when I was looking like a puzzle Christian. My granddaughter trying to tell a lie, but the truth came out and told on me because I said, no, she's a girl. And my grandson, the lie, is still trying to keep him confused. I I, I tell y'all, this is tough. It is hard. It's harsh, and it's 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 really it's really overwhelming at some point because I hear people saying, "Well, you know, you 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 got a lover. You you got to do this. You got to do that." And and you're absolutely right. You. you you're absolutely right. And I do. But I don't have to love her on her terms. I can love her on the terms of this right here. And it's going to look backwards. But y'all know what that says. I'm going to love her on these terms. The Holy Bible's terms. Not her terms. Simple as that. It's hard. Right. It's hard. Now, I don't know if Firecracker has gotten on, but I know she usually gives me some good advice. Firecracker, have you gotten on here yet to to try to hope me through this situation this, as a puzzle Christian? No, she's not on here, Coach. She she dropped off for okay, a minute. Okay, well, well, okay, well, T and T. Yeah, oh yeah, I I got a lot to say. Well, please, please, I'm I'm all ears. Please take the mic. Please help uh, me. Oh yeah, yeah, yes, ma'am. Well, when it comes to this situation, and being that, like I said, I'm I'm not in, hold in on, the. Hold on, in, hold on a second. Wait just uh-huh. one second, TNT. There are people that just popped on. You all that are okay. just getting on here. My situation is this weekend because I have a grandson who is six and a 14 year old granddaughter. My grandson kept calling my granddaughter, who looks like a boy, a he, and I'm telling him she's a she, and he's saying he's a he, and I'm trying to get some help because I don't know what to do. I love both my grandchildren, but I don't want my six-year-old grandson to believe this lie, and I don't want my 14-year-old granddaughter to think that I accept the lie. 
So I'm trying to get some help from some chaplains, some ministers, some people who really know what this means, the Holy Bible, that really understands and can help me. I'm trying to get help, y'all. That's all. That's what this is. Okay, go ahead. This is this is T&T. Well, well, this this is this is gonna be an issue until the end of time. Now, the problem is, Chaplain is absolutely correct. The church has gotten so caught up in other stuff, and I'm not going to even go into it because, again, that's going to be a whole another show. We have not equipped the saints for issues such as this. Now, when it comes to the truth, the truth is going to hurt. What's, what's a lie is the truth, and what's a lie is the truth, if that makes sense. But that's in the word. What, what you're speaking speaks truth, but yet people in the world today are going to listen to it, Coach, and think it's a lie because that's what the devil has put in, in the pot, so to speak. And being that we have not equipped the saints enough for these issues, like having a, a, a female that wants to present her, herself as a male in the family, and I'm a saved woman or man of God. How do I deal with it? Well, I'm not saying kick them in the face and drop kick them out your door. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying, as much as they can push their agenda on you, you as a man or woman of God should push not agenda, but what you believe and your relationship with God, the same, the same intensity that they give you that they want their respect, and you call them who they are. I am, I am not Emily anymore. I'm Adam. Listen, I understand where you are, Adam, Emily, however you want me to call you, but I know what my word says. Now, see, you're gonna hurt a lot of folks. That's just how it is. Jesus wasn't like. You're not gonna be like. When you signed on to be on Team Jesus, that meant you're not going to be liked by your own family, your friends, your constituents, your, your cousin, your third cousin, your mammy, your jammy, everybody in the whole, whole regime. People are not going to like you for the simple fact that you are following what the Word of God says. Now, a lot of us has a, have a problem with that because our flesh don't want to not uh, not be enemies We, we want to make friends We don't want people to hate us No we don't want that See that's the problem Once you get over folk Jesus is going to tell you as you continue To develop a relationship with him He's going to tell you the right thing He's going to guide you Into protecting your heart So you won't get hurt He's going to give you that boldness To talk to the devil of the thing not not call, not calling your niece the de- uh, your granddaughter a devil or anything like that. You're going to be talking to the devil that's writing her because that is that is what's taking over this world. We've allowed so many rules, so many uh, uh, legislations to go forth in this U.S. of A., which is supposed to be under God, mind you. So see, that's a whole nother show. We've allowed all these things to go through. Because we worried about building our next million dollar church instead of making sure we build right men and women of God that is approaching the word in in soundness and intact. They won't feel lost 
when they approach situations like this. It's the church's fault and the minister's fault not preaching it the right way. Am I saying all have done this? No, I'm not saying all. But the majority of them have not taught this, Coach, and that's why we're left with our pants down. Sorry to say it, but I'm going to be real with it. That's why we're caught in these situations where we don't know how to attack it. Now, it does say, and I'll throw some word here, back up what I'm saying. Now, it does say God made us in his own image, right? Now, God's image was not, and this was another combative thing that they'll throw back at you. They'll say, well, it doesn't necessarily say God was a woman or a man. Well, it says in his, his is what? Male. So how in the world are you going to get female from that? Just saying, back, if you want to read it for yourself, read Genesis chapter 1, verse 27, Genesis chapter 5, verse 2, bring it back to the New Testament with Matthew 19 and 4 and Mark 10 and 6. Now, this is why we have these issues, coach. Sin entered the world and spoiled everything, including how we see ourselves. So I'm not making this up. It's in the word. Matthew 15, 19, Romans 3, 23, Romans chapter 5, verse 12 through 13. Now, here's another one, Coach, you can remember. Some people get really hurt and confused as they grow up. Now, this is talking in the natural and in the spiritual. You can read it in Romans chapter 1, verse 19 through 31, or 1 uh, Quran, uh, uh, excuse me. First, I'm getting too excited over here. First Corinthians chapter six, verse nine through eleven, and it also says, of course, we know that God loves us and sent His Son to save us. That's what we want. That's our ultimate goal. God can also bring healing and truth to those who are hurting. Now, with that particular statement which is in Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14, also Romans 6 and 6, 2 Corinthians 5, 17, 1 Peter 2, 24. And, of course, you can catch the replay or you can catch uh, Dorothy Pass and Facebook Live. You can rewind it and get the verses when you need them. Now, God can bring healing and truth to those who are hurt. Now, it's up to us to want the healing, Coach, now, a lot of us that walk in the alternative lifestyle, there's some of them that have been hurt. There's some of them that say, oh, I was born this way, all this stuff. Now, it's a choice, and you brought something out so powerful, Coach, two weeks ago when you brought that to the attention. It's a choice. Everything we do in this life, it's a choice. You choose to live the way you want to live. You choose to, to walk this walk with God with boldness. You choose not to walk in this walk with Jesus Christ. You Everything we do, Coach, we're choosing to do the wrong things, and we wonder why we got issues. We wonder why people feel in some kind of way. You wonder why people mad at you because you believe in what God says does, and they looking at you cross-eyed like you are wrong. If you read the word of God, ladies and gentlemen, and no, I'm not trying to blast nobody, but y'all need to hear me. I have a problem with folks that are walking in an alternate lifestyle and could be just as bold 
and want me to be convinced that this is who they are, but yet you can't listen to what I have to tell you in regards to what the truth really is. I'm not, I don't hate you, the person. I hate the spirit that's been laying on this earth for 2,000 plus years. It's in the word. It's nothing new. We weren't taught correctly how to combat it, coach. That's why we have these issues right now, and it's coming to a forefront because we lost being in God's we trust, and now we got the end-time warriors trying to go hard in the paint, and people don't want to listen. Well, the people that are called to listen to it, they will listen to it. Just like when Noah was trying to build that ark, they was laughing at him, calling him all kinds of names. Noah wasn't perfect. Noah had issues. But at the end of the day, he listened to what God said, and the same people that we're talking about right now and the ones that were doing other things, they were all drowned. Why? Because they were laughing at what God was telling them to do. They weren't listening to what God was telling them to do, and then they sealed their own fate. It's not you. You do what you're supposed to do, coach. You're the reality coach. You're going to speak those things as they are. And if people don't like it, you can say, excuse me, I'm sorry, but this is where, this is how I walk. This is the authority that I'm under. And I apologize if you don't like where I'm coming from, but I got to tell you the truth. You the reality coach. You know how to talk it. But anyway, let me be quiet because this ain't my show. So I'm done. Coach, back to you. And, of course, that cracker in the building, she just popped in. So let me uh, grace the stage with Firecracker. All right, Coach, I'm Hold done. On. Back to you. Okay. Hey, Firecracker. Hold on. Yeah. I think Fly Guy is on here. Fly Guy, if you're here, now, for those of you who don't know, Fly Guy is an openly gay male. He is. And this goes to show that I, 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 I'm the reality coach, and we got to deal with this. We all got to live here. We got to deal with this. If you're on here, fly guy, please, uh, and if you heard what I was saying, please say something. If not, then, you know, I understand you're on vacation, but I do. If you're there, fly guy, are you, on, are you on, online? Are you just looking in? Yeah, okay, I don't he's, think he's on here. Yeah. He's he's in Mexico. Is yeah. he there? No, he he's is? not on the phone. He's 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 watching. He's watching on your live, but he's not on the phone. Okay, I would love for him to be on the phone, but he can't. But anyway, because he lives he lives a life, but he still he lives it as a male. And he just told me he can't call in and and thank you fly. Fly guy, I appreciate that, but you know, you know, I miss you, and you know, I, I I wanted to hear what you had to say, and you can chat with me later about it. But I know you'll give me some good advice and help me understand, because like I said, I don't like, I, you know, I don't, yeah, you know, I, now you know, you know, I don't like the lifestyle that you choose to live, but I love you. I don't like the, I don't like the the, the sin, but then again, you know, there's some things about me that you don't like, but we still love each other. Miss you, miss you, brother. But anyway, okay, so um, Firecracker, I know you've been listening in. Yes, And you heard my dilemma, and I believe you have the same situation. You just don't have 
too too young. You, I, I think you said, didn't you say on a previous show that you have a granddaughter that lives the alternate lifestyle as well? Yes, I do. Okay, well then you can talk from you can talk from a grandmother's point of view. So go ahead, and you're a Christian, so go ahead. Okay, uh, my granddaughter stands. She understands full well what how I feel about it. She understands full well what the Bible says about it. Uh, she didn't. She didn't go ask, or she did ask us. Others, she came to me when she had a question about how she stood uh, in her Christian walk, uh, being gay. She came to me, and so we did Bible study and we studied it together. And she understood that that in any sin, such as if you're not married and you are in a sexual relationship with a man. Is unpleasing to God, and that is something that you too, that you too, too, even though you know it's unpleasing to God, and even though we know single women, I'm talking about, it's unpleasing to God to be with a man and not your husband, we do, we still do, but at least she knows that it's unpleasing to God. Now, she doesn't dress like a boy. So I don't have, she dressed tomboyish, but she played basketball and sports, but she doesn't wear boy clothes and she doesn't try to, she's not a girly girl, but she doesn't try to mimic a man. So I don't, so I she still, to, she, she still looks like a girl, although she lives the, she still, you can still tell still she's a girl. Like a girl enough that guys try to holler at her. Okay. So I haven't had that dilemma. But what I am going to say to you is that we are Christians that are uh, raising us kids or got young kids around teaching Sunday school or whatever the case may be. We have an obligation. We have a directive from God himself that says we are supposed to give them a biblical foundation. Now, that foundation starts as a child. You know, we used to didn't have to start so early with our children, but the way of the world has changed all that. We used to can monitor what they watch, but even on cartoons, they got stuff that we really don't want our kids to be swayed by. Um, other kids live in homes where they, uh, that is their way of, the parents' way of life or their uncle's way of life, and they talk to kids at school. So now we have a dilemma as to what our kids are being exposed to. So in your situation, I feel like you should have you have an obligation to explain to him, as a Christian woman, bringing up a Christian grandchild, what is what. So when he called his cousin a boy, you did need to straighten him out. No, that's a girl and she is a boy. Now, you have to be very careful because of his age, and you're going to have to talk to him 
the best you can at a level that he can understand. Maybe not the whole thing, but he can make him understand that a boy and a man is a boy and a man because of this. A girl and a woman is a girl and a woman because of this. It doesn't matter what they wear or if they like a girl like a girl or a boy like a boy. It's supposed to be a man liking a woman and a boy and a boy liking a girl. You're gonna have to explain that to him because if you don't, the world's going to. Because I've heard some kids. I was somewhere, and these kids got in trouble because the little boy said, "Oh, shut up, you gay." And I don't know mm-hmm. if it's a mother, grandmother, or what. But she's like, "Where did you get that from?" I like, damn, what about like out shopping? And she was like, where did you get that from? They, the, boy, the kid humped up in his shoulders, and she kept asking him, and he said, school. Mm-hmm. So it has to be addressed in the home, and it has to be addressed from a biblical point of view if you are a Christian. Now, now that you say that, okay, now his mother and I, we did sit down with him and explain all of this to him, but Still, there's always a but when it comes to a little child of that age. You can you can explain all of this to him. However, his eyes still see what they see. What you have to do as he gets older, this is an issue like other issues that Christians have to like abortions, um, being gay, all the stuff that the world is doing that is not pleasing to God. As they grow older, you have to keep addressing it until he gets it. All you can do is set the foundation, and then you're going to have to keep building on that foundation as he gets older enough to understand. But all he needs to know now basically is that a boy and a man have this. Uh, A woman and a girl have that, and regardless of whatever they wear or whether they like the same sex or whatever, they still a boy or a girl. And God, that's how God wanted it to be. But it's a continuous uh, foundation. You're going to have to build on that foundation. Maybe every year as you get a little older and you keep building, then he'll get to understand it. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and that is so true. And I, I did try to tell him, and even when, his, when he was like, what is a tomboy? I even looked it up and, and showed him a picture of a girl that was a girl, but she looked like a tomboy, uh, looked like a boy. So he, he kind of understood, but then he looked at me and said, and then he still said, her, 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 and the thing about it, he kept saying her, 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 you can clearly see the confusion, bless his heart. And, and, and I'm just saying, you know, I hear what you're saying, and that is some wonderful advice. And I will do exactly as you're stating and continue to try to build on it. But it is very difficult. Very, very difficult. How hard it is to explain to a child about only set the foundation. The best thing. Okay, wait a minute. What did you say? Repeat that again because it's an echo. Okay, and I said just like, you know, it's hard to when a, when somebody dies that a child know and love how you have to 
be careful, and you can only explain death as basic as you can. Some kids might get it. Some may not. But as you keep talking to them as they grow older about death, that light is going to go off. Well, and and that and that's a beautiful thing because of course I had to explain that to him as well. This thing, this polar fella, him being his Gigi's grandson is kind of tough. You know, I had to explain that about his uncle because one minute he sees his uncle and then the next minute his uncle is gone. So I explained that to him, and it was that was even that was easier for him to understand than this one. Right. Probably he accepted what it made more sense. It made sense to him because he didn't have a visual picture. But he still don't fully understand death. There's still got to be some. Got to. You gave him the basic of what death is, but he really don't fully understand it. But he has a visual because he's looking at this, so it's puzzling. It's puzzling to him. Probably you know telling what goes on through his mind. Explain. Well, why she? She still looked like a boy, and all you can say is, "Yep, she looked and dressed like a boy, but she's still a girl." That's all you and can that's do. That's all I could. That was that was the only thing that I, I that was that was it. After I tried to explain to him, he still said, and I was like, "She's she's a girl." And then so how to, to okay now what 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 was what was even okay now enough about the six year old. I get it. I get. It. I got to keep reintegrating and keep redoing this. But this 14-year-old who clearly was okay with him calling her a thief. And I'm just like, I, I wanted to say something to her, but I kind of I got, I kind of chickened out like, like we Christians do. We don't want to ruffle no water. We're having a good time. We don't want to, well, let me not say this Christian, me. I, I didn't necessarily chicken out, but we were having such a great time together. I didn't want to leave her up. I didn't want to upset her. But like everyone has said, the chaplain said it, and then uh, TNT came back and reconfirmed what was said. Sometimes the truth don't feel good. And if she's is bold enough to force me to look at her like she is, I can be bold enough to make her understand you ain't who you think you are to me. And I did it in a way, but I could have went into a more explain. I could have went into a deeper yeah. explanation, but I she, didn't she because I felt like. Go ahead. Well, I didn't go into it and go into deep because I don't know if you heard me when she said sent me a text saying my GF wants to meet you. Yes. But the text before that was saying how boldly she was going to live her life and, you know, it doesn't matter if you don't love me or that, that, blah, 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 all of this. But then when I asked you a simple question, what does GF stand for, you got quiet. There was no more conversing with me. At the, and still, after that, she came to my house over the weekend. She never said nothing about And I asked, I said, what does GF mean? She acted as though she didn't hear me. And I was like, okay, I see. She understands exactly. Like you say, she knows. Now, what she may not understand is the damage and importance of confusing her child. I can't tell you what to do, but had it have been me, we would have had to have a talk so that she could at least be aware of 
what it entails. She probably didn't even think about it. Just like when I talk to my grandkids, and really at 14, I don't even want to be so BF, boyfriend. You're 14 years old. To have a boyfriend. Let's know a girlfriend. But with my granddaughter, she knows me and I explain myself very well. Yes, I, I have hurt her feelings and in different times, but eventually she comes around because she knows I love her and I treat her with respect, but I'm not just going to go along with anything because that's what she chooses to do. And one of the things I told her, don't come in my house looking like no guy. If you dress like a guy, don't come over here and don't come over with no because I see some girls, they done cut our, their hair. She she likes her hair long, so thank God. I told her, if you don't, come, she, don't cut your hair looking like no boy. You come over here with no pants bagging, with no hands, drawers on, because it's not going to buy. Now, you can do it anywhere else, but you can't do it here. Don't come over here because she, she's 20-something. Don't come over here with no girl disrespecting my house. The same way you can't come, you, if she was with a man, you can't come over here disrespecting my house with no man kissing and hugging and still. And so that's how those rules are established. Because well, now, now, mind you, I didn't say this, but we did. Now, now, here's where, here's where I don't. I'm not going into everything. Now, I did have this conversation with her, and I told her that you're going to have to respect my boundaries, and you're going to have to allow me to love you how I choose to love you, not who you choose to be. You got to give me that. I got to love you the way I know to love you, not who. Not I have to love you because of who you are, not who you choose to be. You're my granddaughter. You're going to be that. So I've had that conversation with her. And although I've had that conversation with her, she then comes back two weeks later and says, my GF wants to meet you. So it's almost as if if she is bound and determined to use love as her way of trying to force me or to manipulate me into... Be well, okay with it. well, let's not forget that she is still a child, and she still has a child mind. That's like a child coming to you and asking for some candy, and you say no. A few minutes later, they're going to come back and ask you for some candy, and you're going to keep saying no. So you have to keep iterating. Yes, she's 14, but she may not be a mature, and that she is still a child. And kids no. think and act like kids. I'm gonna, have, I'm, gonna have, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna have to say now that sounds good. That sounds real good, and that is a reasonable thought. But when you know that you know, ain't no, ain't, ain't nothing. She know her GD. She knows. She doesn't. She doesn't know because she may, uh, whoever she talked with, may have started out that way, and they may have got their parents or their grandmother or somebody to change their stance. So that's what I mean by she's still a child. She may have in the back of her mind that my Gigi loved me, and surely she's not going to just go, I'm going to keep trying. And some of no. them would do the same. No. That's she knows. No, no, no. She knows. 
because if she didn't know, let me tell you how, let me tell you how we, now for me, this is me. I don't excuse the inexcusable because if you're bold enough to say G, my GF wants to meet you, and then I in turn turn around and ask you, what is GF? You got enough sense not to say that because you already know. Right. No, ma'am. Preparing for that question, she, she, and she might have been just trying to see what you were going to say. That's what I mean by a child being a child. We don't okay, know. Okay, well, when I when I said when I asked the question, she it wasn't no, it wasn't no, it wasn't. She could have easily said girlfriend. Oh, well, she for some because reason, we had this conversation already. Now, mind you, we've had this conversation. I've already told her I'm not meeting no girlfriend, no none of that. So what I'm saying is after this conversation, she came right back and she did that. And then when I asked her what was GF, I ain't heard nothing else about GF. So she knows. Trust me, she knows her Jesus. Well, that would be a question that I would probably ask her because I want to know. Why did you do that? And then I I would ask her. Because I would want to know. You know, something now for me, for me. There are some things that I don't have to ask. I already know because I know her just like she knows me. We've been around. We've been going round and round about this situation for quite some time. She already knows, and she know. And I know. I know why she didn't answer the question because she knows I know what GF means, right? And I know why she didn't say it, and I know why she didn't reply back. Because she didn't want to hear what was going to come after that. But she already knew what was going to come with it. And that's fine. So I don't have, just like she feels, as bold as she is to act like she didn't see it, I'm bold enough to do the same thing. But what I am going to do is keep calling you a she, and you ain't got no GF. Not in my world. And she knows that. And I've also said the same thing that you're saying about a boy. You just can't come up here and do anything with no boy either. You ain't old enough to make those kind of decisions. But here's my bigger problem. One family accepts this, and nobody's doing anything. Well, the main thing is if the mother accepts it. That's the main thing. Yeah, she does. She does. Okay, so that, that is the main thing. Well, she may not accept it. Well, let me put it this way: I can't say she accepted, but then I do have a, I do have a understanding that you are thirteen. Well, twelve. I remember when she came to my house at twelve, and she leaned over to get it going to the dryer to get her clothing out of the dryer, and I saw her with boxer briefs on, like the guys where you know they have the 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 heel figure, a polo or whatever, Hanes or whatever on the boxer briefs like men wear. And I asked, I said, are those boxer briefs you have on? She just looked at me like, I had, now she's 12. And I said, now who in the world is buying you boxer briefs? So that tells me that somebody is either she, I know she's not a thief. She doesn't, she doesn't appear to have that. She. She's not that. So she ain't going in the store buying, stealing nothing at all because she's got a lot of people that will give her whatever she wants. She's that firstborn granddaughter. So 
they gonna give her whatever she wants. I asked her who's buying her box of briefs. She never answered me because and then I said, Did your mama buy you those? Because she didn't want she already knows how I am. I would have I was gonna get why in the world? But she didn't say it. So I couldn't get on the phone with her mother. But then her mother in turn turns around and says to me, Keep my 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 daughter's name out of your mouth. Now mind you, she didn't she I don't think she was really meaning it to be as bad as it sounded, but I, I, I politely asked her, I said to her, as long as she's walking around with my DNA, you say she's my granddaughter. You said she's my granddaughter. I've accepted her as my granddaughter because you said it. I'm going to keep her name well, in my mouth because she, she walking around with my DNA. I can well, say whatever sure I want about my granddaughter. Are you sure they were boxer brief or are they... The, they are for boys, but girls that play basketball wear them. All girls, girly girls. They, now, firecracker. Firecracker. I mean, it's they, they look like boxers. I'm not saying no, they are. They are the, oh, that's what they wear. Yes. Miss Firecracker. I know the difference. I raised two boys. I know boxer briefs when I see them with these two eyes. This one half eye and this other better eye. I know. They were box of breeze. But thank you. I understand. I know the ones that you're talking about, too. But, no, she had on box of breeze. Okay. Well, all I can say is when my granddaughter was at age, I didn't, I, I didn't buy her anything like that. And she wasn't, didn't want men's stuff. She just wanted non-feminine stuff, and she no longer wanted to wear dresses. And I didn't have a problem with it. I don't like dresses. She never did. Neither one of my granddaughters liked dresses. So I would buy her pants, but I'm not going over in the men's section. Well, it's ironic you say that because we went shopping together and we couldn't shop. I was trying to pick out stuff that I can't in the girls' department that, you know, like the basketball shorts. Girls wear basketball shorts. I was over there trying to pick things out that I didn't mind buying that kind of simulated what she was trying to be, but I wanted to buy them from the girls' department. She wanted absolutely nothing over there. Everything oh, I picked up, no, I don't like it. So you know well, what I said? Well, you have to go shop with you have to go shop with him over there. I just told her, I can't I can't shop with you. I can't buy you nothing, and I didn't buy her anything. Because I and refuse I still, to buy her something from the men's department. And and I, I still shop for my granddaughter, but I, I buy bras and and see, you know, I so I guess I don't really experience, then they really experience the dressing, wanting to dress like a man instead of, because there are a lot of athletic girls that are not uh, gay. That right don't like feminine stuff. They like joggers, right? Sweatsuits, right? Men gym shoes. So there are, you know, uh, I didn't have the. I want men clothes, right? And I have seen my granddaughter with some shoes that I think came from the men's department, but I, uh, I I'm not gonna buy any. Right, right. So, and now, so you, 
Go ahead. Now they have what's called unisex clothes, so you don't even have to go to a men's department. They have unisex clothes. They have athletic clothes that don't look feminine. So I, I I'm wondering is that is that a mind thing? Oh, I I I I think it's I think it's a way to make us all conform to something that that is not biblical. I just really do. I mean, it's really I never I was not one for uh, uniforms either because to me, in a uniform. Uh, you can't really, no one, I mean, it's like everybody's, it's like you're a clone. I mean, that's just my my thinking. I don't want to wear khaki pants and a shirt like a boy. I don't want to look like the boy. I want to look like the girl that I am. And, yes, I can get a skirt, but then, you know, I still look like, I, I, don't, I don't have my own personality. But I do, I, I, it's just too much. And I just tell you, we, I, y'all, we just got to pray. That's all I can say. It's it's just it, I can go. We can go on and on about this and 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 ring around the roses, pocket full of posies. I I'm just I just continue to pray for me as I as I go through this and 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 as Chaplin stated, when you know the tools to use, stand firm in your word. And as as TNT stated, stand firm as you're telling me. Learn how to have those hard conversations with her, whether she likes it or not. Continue to stay stay on top of this, and with my younger grandson, continue to to affirm to him that she is a girl, and just because she looks like a boy, that's not going to change the fact that she's a girl. And this is the world we live. I mean, I'm just I'm I'm so amazed at so many people that 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 say that they. Well, I want so many people that are followers of Christ, they're okay with it. They're okay with jumping in and saying, because someone's name tag says Rachel, but he's standing there looking like Ralph. I'm just not going to say your name. That employee, because I'm not going to make myself be a liar. Well, but then yeah. Rachel could be that there there are some people whose parents name like there's some girls named Michael, and it's a boy's name, but they are a full fledged girl. Well, I'm gonna ask why your mama named you Michael. I will ask that in a minute. And you're a girl. Well, oh, I go, I'm gonna always get an understanding, huh? If I go to a restaurant, uh, and I obviously a gay person and a guy and he got on makeup or whatever whatever if I'm going to call his name whatever is on his tag that's what I'm going to say not because I am saying that you are boy or girl I'm just saying your name on your tag and I've run across some names that I'd be like that is a horrible name Cavassier and all this different stuff but if I'm gonna call your name, I'm gonna call it whatever's on your tag. I don't have to go to to the to the to the trouble of saying, "I see you a boy. I ain't gonna call you no girl name." That does that doesn't matter to me. That's that's what you call. You, that's what you say your name is. Now, my granddaughter 
it has a name. Now, if she changed her name to a boy name, I, I, I'm, I'm going to have some itch, issues. But a, a stranger, especially like a server or something, I can clearly see, I, I don't have a problem. Well, and you, and you know what, and that and that's cool. I, I get that, but guess what I call it? When I see them that are clearly trying to identify as a woman and I know that they are a man, could you get our server, please? They become our server. I'm right. not getting ready to buy into that. That's just me. So well, I, that's, I'm still, still respectful. Choice. And I'm still yeah. respectful. And, 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 that's, and, and to me, for me, when I when I am calling you something that I clearly you sitting you sitting there flamboyantly showing me that you are a man trying to be a woman and I'm gonna call you by this name on your name no you become at that moment you become our servant. All right. Well, how about this? I was somewhere and I was trying to get attention. I might have probably was in like a department store, and uh-huh. I I saw this person and it looked like a guy. And I said, excuse me, sir, she in, and the person said, I'm not a sir, I'm, I'm a girl. And I wanted to say, well, you look like a boy. But I didn't. I said, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Excuse me, ma'am. <laughs> oh, so, now, now you're saying it was, it, but it was a sir that referred to himself as a her? No, it, it, it looked like a man. Mhm. They were dressed like a man, had a haircut like a man, and kind of had that. It's one thing that they that a lot of them have in common is how they dress, kind of their mannerism and their hairstyles and stuff. They all kind of have something of that weight in common. How they walk. So, I I, I honestly thought it was a guy. So I said, excuse me, sir, and with a girl's woman's voice, because it was a young person, that person said, I am a, I am, I'm not a sir, I'm a ma'am. Why? I, I'm, like, I'm like the grandson. Why, why do you, why you got, why are you looking like a man? Boy, and I guess what, it. that happened to me, now here's what, that happened to me today at Walmart. I was, I, I, and I was, I, and I thought it was a man. I really did. And, and she said, she said she was not a man. She was a woman. And I said, oh, excuse me. Well, can you, and you know what I did? I said, oh, oh, excuse me. Well, can you help me with this, please? I still didn't refer to her as a, uh, him as a her. I just found another way. I, I mean, just as, just as classy to me. Just as classy as Satan is with his manipulation, we gon' we me as a Christian, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to handle him. You not gonna make me call you something that I know you not. You stand there, well, you know you a man. Well, I was calling her something that she wasn't. She said she was a girl, but it looked like a man, and I guess it was a girl dressed like a man. I don't know. I didn't try to figure it out. Because, you know, I'm not going to even waste my time on being that caught up in that. I'm going to do what I'm going to move on. All right. And, and and me as a Christian, and I get that, that's, and me as a believer, and, and as one that's not going to call a lie a lie, when I don't know, I'm going to figure out a way. For me, 
But my mind is turning like that all, all the way. I, my mind is always turning like that. And I'm, I'm always, if I don't know, I'm not getting ready to call you nothing. I'm getting ready to find a way to describe. Can you please help me with this? I don't say nothing at that point. That's just me. But I'm witty like that. And, and, and it's not that I'm taking the energy from anything. It's just that just the way Satan is manipulating everything out here, you're not getting ready to manipulate my mind. Now, I know what I see. And you ain't going to make me call you no woman when I clearly see you a man. Now, I'm just not going to do that. I'm going to say something. Well, can you help me with this, please? I'm just going to act like I, at that point, you don't have no identity to me. You're not male or female. You are someone that's helping me with my groceries. Like I did her, her today. Uh, well, can you help me with this, please? Thank you. I sure appreciate it and kept right on going. And neither one of them was dissatisfied with the way that I handled that. But me, as me, that's just my mind. And I may be overthinking it, and I probably am. Y'all know I'm over the top. I am. <laughs> and and that's just the way I am. I'm always oh, over the top. And I just keep it 100% real. You're not getting ready to make me lie to you, for you, or with you. I'm not getting ready to do that. If I'm going to lie, I'm going to lie for me, with me, and to me. But I ain't going to lie with you, to you, and for you. No, I'm not going to do that. That's just me. And I'm probably over the top of you. I probably think I'm sold off, but I probably am. Just pray for me. Pray for me. Just pray. Lord, help us settle down. Lord, help us. That's all I'm saying. Lord, help us. Do something with it, Lord. If you don't know what to say, Lord, just help us. Do something, Lord. That's all. But it looks like, hey, Firetrack, can you stay on? Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I, I hope you, you – I'm probably over the top, and I, and I get it. Some people don't have that kind of energy. And I appreciate you trying to, you helping me because you've given me some great stuff. And, I, I mean, everybody has so far given me some great knowledge. And, and y'all just keep praying for me because I'm a little – y'all know I'm a little out there. I, I I admit it, but like I said, I ain't going to lie to you, for you, or with you. If I'm going to lie, I'm going to lie for me, with me, and to me. That's it. Now, we do have another caller, and prayerfully, this caller can help hey, me, what? too. Yeah, yeah, Coach, they, they dropped off the line, so you, you can you can go ahead. Y'all call back. Please, I'm sorry. If I, if I said something wrong, y'all, I'm sorry. I, y'all, help me now. Y'all know I'm all, I, I go too far off the deep end. Okay, well, Tim, is Chaplin still here? Did he have to get off soon? Uh, yeah, yeah he's still on the line. What, what, what's am I, am, am I too far out there? Am I too far out there when I just won't, <laughs> it, 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 I just won't, no. I won't accept it. If I know you're a man and you're trying to convince me you're a woman, I'm just not going to call you anything. Yeah. That's your, that's your right. I won't even say waiter or waitress because then I'm still by So I'll say, uh, could you get my server, please? Yeah. And I don't, you know, it's your right. Huh? I'm, well, I was going to say, don't you believe that we as believers of Christ, as bold and as manipulative as Satan is, we got to be just as crafty. And I hate to use the word crafty because that's who he is. But we've got to be just as methodical as he is because any little thing that you do to buy in and entertain sin, it takes the next level up. Mm-hmm. Wow. 
We just talked about that, Chaplain. This is so on yes, it right now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I mean, you give somebody, you give Satan an inch, he going the next eight miles, and then you got to try to find out and catch up, and you're going to run out of breath before he runs out of energy, so you got to nip him right at the door. That's right. <laughs> Amen. 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 I mean, you could you could take the floor, Chaplain, because I know we were we were just talking about how we yeah. are before Christ and how we become when we are in Christ. So I'll let you have yeah. this one because you know me; I'm just gonna go straight ham. So go ahead, sir. You have the floor. <laughs> well, you know, we, we can all elaborate, but um, you know, the uh, Saul of Tarsus was a young man, and he sat, he stood and saw them stone Stephen to death. And um, he learned how to uh, attack and persecute and destroy the gospel Christians who proclaimed the gospel of Jesus Christ. And he went on a torrent pace. He was relentless, and he was a very educated man. Um, And he was... uh, on a mission to destroy the heretics, if you will, which he thought until he had his role to the master's experience. And God just took that same passion that he had for sin to tear down the church, to build the church. Mm. And I, I, for me, the way I am is where I was in the world, in the street, you know, I move men. So for the gospel, I didn't know God had a plan for my life be a fisher of men, to mentor, and to serve. So I had the same tenacity even more than I had in the street. But in the street, I was, I was very tenacious in what I was doing, very diligent, diligent and focused. So that's what God wants us to be. If that's what you stand on, whatever you stand on, I'm standing on what I stand on, right? I'm not going to pacify it and be passive because you say I'm offending you, I will offend you. Let me let everybody know, I will offend you. Because Jesus' words of truth offended people. When he said, I'm the bread of life that came down from heaven in John 6, and he said, eat my body, drink my blood, because they were talking about the man of uh, heaven that Moses called down. Jesus said, but I'm the bread of life. He said, eat my body, and drink my blood. The Bible said they were offended by his words. So you saw mm. Christians that don't want to speak up for nothing, shame on you. We mm. have to stand on the gospel of Jesus Christ. Mm. And it's not going to be nice when you're talking about truth and righteousness. That's what he's making us to be. It's not about judging and putting people down. Jesus said, if you look at a woman with lust in your heart, you commit adultery. That's Jesus taught that. So he's serious about righteousness. He's serious about love. He's serious about forgiveness. We have to be the same as we follow him. But I'm not going to apologize for the gospel. You know, I have relatives in my family that live different lifestyles. And this is a very sensitive time of year because everybody gets together and people do what they do. And I say, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't live that way, you know, and, and I don't want to smell it. So if you're going to come in my dwelling while I'm paying bills, you can't do that here. And I'm not going to a, a, a compromise 
or apologize for my stance. And I think too many times we're apologizing and compromising our stance because we don't want to offend people. Well, you're going to be offended by the gospel. (laughs) Right? And and it's just truth. It's just truth, and it's a lifestyle. Remember, Jesus said he brings avarice. It's a disagreement of opinion. There's a there's a there's a there's a there's a, uh, a a division. Cutting the word of God is sharper than a double edged sword. Cutting it cuts. <laughs> it's not my gospel, you know. And um, you know, I, I was talking to uh, one of the saints, and you know, and she was saying her son is giving her trouble and all this other stuff, and um. But she's allowing this son to bring his girlfriend over there and have sex. And I'm saying, okay, you are allowing, I know you love him, but you are allowing this different lifestyle that goes against Christian principles. Because the Christian principles is be married to one woman. <laughs> that's, that's the Bible. So if he's going to be having sex in your house, he, she needs to be, he, they need to be married. But she's allowing him to just do what they want to do, and she's saying she needs help. And I'm like, you're not making a stand. You're, you're not giving Jesus much to work with. We have to give God something to work with, and we got to make a stance on the gospel. We cannot continue to waver. And, and it gets lonely when you do that, but um, we have to do it God's way. We okay, have to chapter, do it his way. Okay. We have to do it his way. Amen. Okay, Tabitha, I have a com. I have a a, a, a view, and I want to read what she says. She said, "I do have thoughts on this subject. I think it's all about respect for one another. We each have our beliefs. You can make your opinion known, and each other respect the other. In the end, we all stand before God. A lot of girls wear men's clothes, clothing because it's comfortable and made better." I don't know how old your granddaughter is because I came came on here late. We as family have the responsibility to guide the children in our lives, to show love to others even if we disagree. We want to create a relationship as they feel like they can come to us with any life issues without judgment. What do you say about that when 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 you my 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 thing is is I, I, I hear what she's saying and I agree with everything she's saying, but here's the thing. When I'm telling you what does say the Lord, is that judgment or is that just calling it is what it is? That's not judgment. That's calling it no. that's the truth. Exactly. That's the truth of the gospel. Yeah. Yeah. So so many people so so many people and see and in here in Matthew, in Matthew, I believe it's Matthew uh Seven is where he talks about judge not lest you be judged. But when you, most people stop, right? We've been taught by by many, many ministers for a long time. They stop mm-hmm. right there, but they don't drop on down to verse 5 and 6 exactly. where it says when you've got the plank out of your own eye, it's okay for you to get the plank out your brother's eye. So right. God said that. Those are Jesus. Jesus said, not me. So my thing is, is I need people to tell me when I'm wrong. I do. I need people to tell me when I'm doing something that's going to cause me to miss the mark. 
That is the problem. Mm-hmm. We're no, we're so focused, and, and, and I'm not trying to criticize anybody. I just want people to understand. Judgment is not judging. Telling someone what does say the Holy Bible, the Lord, is not judgment. It is what it is. It is written. If you come in from the word of God, it's not judgment. Mm-hmm. It's called getting the plank out the brother's eye. Mm-hmm. So that's well, what I'm going to do as a Christian. Get the yeah, plank. Help me get the planks out of my eye. Please help me. Right. I need to. Right. I need you to. So am I wrong for, 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 for feeling that way? And so many people do have a propensity to think when you're telling something, someone something that the Bible says love, love don't have nothing to do with telling somebody what's right. Well, and all this talk about love. Got, oh, hold on, let me rephrase that. You yeah, go ahead. Tell them in love. You got to tell right. them in love. Right. But at the end of the day, even when you tell a person they're wrong, even in love, they still ain't gonna like it. Cause don't nobody like to be wrong when they think they. Nobody wants to be wrong when they think they're right. I don't care how Correct. you tell them. Correct. But the Bible says God loves those He corrects. He corrects those that He loves. So we have parents on this phone. We haven't given our children everything they wanted. We disciplined them. We love them. We discipline them. They get attitudes. They slam doors. They suck their teeth. But we love them. We say, no. We say, you're being disciplined. You can't have this. You can't go outside. You can't have the car keys. You can't, right? We're disciplined. So that is an attribute of God. And so... This is what we have to do as Christians like we do as, as, as parents. We tell them the truth in love. The truth hurts. Mm-hmm. It, just, it just does. It, it, it's, it's God's word. So, and I'm going to let you jump in here, uh, Pastor Chris, because that's love. It corrects you. It chastises you. Okay. And when you don't have that, you have a lawless people. You're right And see this this is the problem Coach we have As a society And I think this started At least 25-30 years ago When everyone started getting offended By what was What was said correctly Now there's a difference between Ministering to someone And cutting To the core where they're making The change and then there's another style that was out there that you just blasting people in front of the congregation and you're not pro- and there's some things you do behind closed doors as leaders as ministers there's certain things you do behind closed doors period now when it comes to speaking in regards to the uh quest uh, to the uh, opinion that given on Facebook see we this is the problem We've gotten so soft comes to issues of God. We're not talking about what it says in the Quran. We're not talking about what it says in the Jehovah's Witness book. We're not talking about what it says in, in Buddha's book. We're talking about the, the book and the words that have, stand, that have stood the test of time for thousands of years, which is the word of God. You can argue the fact that some of the words were changed and all that stuff, but we're not talking about that. The only word that has stood the test of time, that's still working in the time we're in, and still being 
uh, persecuted in the time we're in, which it says in the word. So anytime you get closer to God, anytime you read the Bible. Now, I've read the Quran. I've read the other different uh, books just to learn half of the stuff. And I'm probably going to get in trouble with this, too, but it's okay. We're a controversial radio station anyway. Well, most of the biblical books in the other religions that are out there were taken from the Word of God. You can argue with me all you want. Yeah, you threw a little bit about what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said or what the authentic um, uh, uh, books of the Quran said and all that. You can say all that, the great prophets and all that. But the fact of the matter is this. Every book that comes from all these other different religions came from the word of God. If you read the whole word from the beginning to the end, you could verify that fact. But the difference is that we have a God that has risen, and there's scientific proof of that. With the other religions, we, they're still in the grave, and they're, they're dust by now. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but we have to understand something. If you want to go hard in the paint for Jesus Christ, you, it's going to cost you something. Y'all heard that in some of the black churches. It's going to cost you something. Well, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't make that any softer enough. I can't sugarcoat that enough. It's going to cost you something. So what are you talking about? What is it going to cost me? Well, I'm glad you asked. It's going to cost you your friendships. It's going to cost you some of the people in your family. It's going to cost you because it's going to cost you even folks in, 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 the same, in the same, I'll say religion, for the lack of a better word, the same religion that you, that you are in, you're going to have those people turn their backs on you. I'm just saying because the truth hurts, folks. The truth is going to hurt. We can, we can argue about apples and oranges all night long, who dresses this way, what's comfortable, what's that, what's this. But the, it, we're not talking about what – the Bible doesn't say anything about, okay, you have to wear this. It doesn't say – it says in a word about a dress code, but it doesn't say all these particulars we're arguing about and what people are getting mad about. The word of God is the word of God, period. It stood, it's still standing, but everyone doesn't want to read it, one. Everyone wants to believe what they want to believe so it can, it can um, shape their own life to what they're doing and make them sound like they're doing what they got to do. And they can still, you know, do their thing, drink, smoke, do whatever, live an alternate, alternate lifestyle, all this stuff. We have taken the word of God and put poison in it. Because we want to put our own ideologies. Yeah, I said it. Because the fact of the matter is, the word of God is the only thing that hasn't changed. And men and women of God that have taken the pulpit decided for themselves that because they have a degree or a doctorate in the word or theology, as we like to call it, they think that they can change what the word of God says. Incorrect. You don't have the authority to change it. If Jesus Christ himself was the living and breathing word and he gave us a directive to do what we're supposed to be doing, then we won't be having this mess in the first place. But, of mm. course, we want to put our own three cents into it, and that's why we got all these people confused, Coach. That's why everybody don't know 
who Jesus really is in their life because we made it into a thing to do, something popular. Oh, we're going to get entertained. Okay, we're going to pay our dues. Oops, I'm going to get in trouble with that one. We're going to pay our dues so I can have access to having a dinner with pastor and first lady, but we live in a life that's not pleasing to God. Yeah, I said it. Because I was one of those jokers, too, trying to pay my way to the pulpit. Yeah, I said it. And that's why a lot of folks right now have issues with tackling hardcore issues that you speak of, Coach, that Chaplin speaks of, that we speak of here at TPV Radio. No one wants to hear it because it's the truth. Well, I'm sorry. I hate to break the news to you, but I am not responsible if you don't receive the truth in love. I may come across a little bit hardcore, as you people say I do, but I have a passion for this word because if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't have had the authority to do so. Because all those folks said I was unqualified and all this other stuff, but that's a whole other story. What I'm trying to say is this. We stay puzzled, Coach, because we don't want to be untangled in the mess. What do I mean by that? By all the religious stuff that was taught to us for all these years. We've been given doctrines and mandates all these years. That's why we're puzzled. That's why we're lost. That's why we can't tackle certain issues with our next generation of kids because they think it's normal. If you talk to a next generation of uh, 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 young young folks, they think it's normal to dress like girls and dress like boys. That's normal to them because the access of information and what's taught in our schools is so free that when they come home, they want to challenge you, man or woman of God, on the word because the information is so free, but the leaders of the so-called Christian of Christianity dropped the ball when we were we were able to say our say in the White House and in the legislators in the Congress. We, instead, we we turned over, have our hands out, it's my palm for for some payment, everyone, so I can run my five hundred one c three, which is a church. That's the problem. We sold out to the man, which is called Money Green, and that's why these issues will not be addressed because they got to get paid, Coach. Yeah, I said it. So if you're mad at me, don't charge it to me. Read your word because the word will tell you straight what it is. And if you don't like it, take it up to God. Don't take it up with me. Take it up to God, and let's have a real conversation on what the word of God actually says, Coach. Let me stop before you get everybody hanging up on you. I'm done, Coach. Back to you. Okay, now, what I did is I always like to look up words because um, – I, 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 I'm just a, I'm just because I know we have mis, mis, misused words because Mama did it or Mama said it was right or the preacher said it was right, whoever. So I took the liberty to look up the word judgment. Judgment, according to Dictionary.com, it says the ability to make considerate decisions or come to sensible conclusions. Hello. Considerate. Sensible. So ain't nothing wrong with you judging me as long as you consider it and you're sensible with your judgment. Now, there's a difference between condemning and judge, judging. And now, 
here, here she said, and, and I agree with her so much. This, this, she's so, um, she she is right. In, in, in our culture, both men and women wear pants, but in Bible days, they wore robes. In some de- denominations, a woman is judged if they wear jewelry, and make jewelry, makeup, and pants. The judgment most most if the time it most of the time is not in love. This sends people away thinking God is a big bad God, and they leave the church. And many times, God, God, that's not what I want to happen. I've saw it so many times, and you know what? You're correct. But here's the thing: when women wear makeup. Like now, I have on makeup, but it's not overdone. It's not to lure anyone. It's just something that I like for me. I'm not putting on my makeup to entice. I'm not putting on pants so tight that it shows every curve in my body unless I'm trying to do what I need to do. Now, now I'm not saying, I'm just saying in the church, I'm saying if I'm in God's house, there's an appropriation for everything. Too much of everything ain't right. Now, when people, when this was happening, more than likely, the pants were so tight you couldn't even slide a piece of, you, know, you couldn't slide nothing through the pants. And we know women do this. Well, they have. And we know some women wear so much makeup, they wear these eyelashes so long they can look like the, they can wash the car from the car wash. You know, the, those those towels, that, oh, those rope things that spin around. These eyelashes are so long now they can go and wash a whole car with one wipe of that lash. <laughs> now they're doing too much. They over they in overkill. When you do stuff in the excess, of course somebody gonna say something. What is your purpose? Did you you you, you did it to be seen? So now I see you now now you're doing too much. Now and and, and, and I do say that sometimes we judge a little too rough. We do. But there is a way. Now I have seen it. Someone asked me. If a woman comes in church with a real, real short dress on, what are you going to do? Would you just turn her away and tell her she can't come sit in church? No, I will not. But guess what I'm going to go do? I'm going to go get a sheet, a blanket, or something and tell her sister, oh, thank you for coming. Do you mind Do you mind if I lay this across your lap because you're looking good in your skirt, but we got some men in here that ain't quite all the way with Jesus, and we don't want nobody bothering you because you look really pretty. There you go. And I'm going to sit her on down and I'm going to give her that robe. Mm-hmm. And and how can you get mad at that? I ain't did nothing but told you you looking really pretty. And we got people in the church that don't know Jesus the way you think they do. And we don't want nobody bothering you because you're so pretty. Now, how she going to get mad at me? That ain't judgment. No. But she do know that skirt is too short. So there's a way to get people to understand what you're saying without making them feel bad. And that's why I. This is a gift God has given me. I mean, I'm in the streets in in, in South Dallas, in the in, in one of the hardest of neighborhoods in South Dallas. I am a I'm a community health worker. I'm out there in the community. I'm walking. We got people that are literally intimidated by our presence. And y'all, and I look like this when I go to work. So quite naturally, if your hair is not quite like mine and you're not quite as clean as I look or you think I am, you're going to already have an, and you're going to be intimidated or you're going to think I'm coming to bother you or I'm coming to just make you feel bad or whatever your thought 
is it's never anything generally nice when someone sees you coming and they automatically drop their head. Now, most two of my coworkers was with me. They were wanting to walk away from a woman that did that. I was not going to walk away from her because you're not going to drop your head because somebody steps in your presence who you think is better than you. Ain't nobody better than you. I'm not better than you. I'm just not where you are right now. But it could be me because I don't know your mindset. So my coworkers are looking like, you going to talk to her? You know what I did? Something on her that can make her feel good about herself and make her understand. I'm not here to judge you, sweetie. I'm here to love on you and let you know we're here to help. You know what I did? I said, now, I know you're not putting your head down and you got all that pretty gray hair. Oh, you must want me to take that pretty gray hair. Because that is some beautiful hair, and I'm sitting up here got to put somebody else's hair in my head to try to get what you got automatically. Do you know she lit up like a Christmas tree? Because I went to her, and I saw something on her that made her feel good about herself, and she realized I'm not there to judge her. I'm there to talk with her and treat her like she's a human being. So that's when you when you going and you saying something to somebody, we got to learn to do things in love. And as a Christian, that is a gift that I have. And I'm real good at it. And thank God I've had 35 years of practice dealing with women. And y'all know women can be some of the most fickle individuals that you ever deal with. And I've dealt with them from high, low, in between, all the way around. And I thank God for the opportunity to be able to handle that the way I, the way he's given me the gift. And that's all I'm saying. We as Christians, we got to find a way. Sometimes you got to be tough. And sometimes, but most times you got to be, here's, a, here's one of my favorite scriptures. And this is what I tell myself every day that I'm walking out there in them streets. You got to be wise as a serpent, but gentle as a dove. Always Dorothy. Because not only is man looking at you, but the most important person in your life is watching you. That's your God, your Father. He's watching you. So believers, understand this. No matter what the circumstance is, even with my granddaughter and my grandson, I'm going to always be wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove. But they're going to understand it ain't judgment. It's just discerning what Satan is trying to do and how he's trying to manipulate the situation. And we as believers are going to have to learn how to do that because Satan is a master at confusion. And God ain't no author of it, so therefore he don't even understand. He done figured out how to go around. He don't even have to fool with Satan. Because guess what? When Satan understands the power that dwells in you, because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, when Satan understands that and you walk in the Holy Spirit and you walk in authority, guess what's going to happen? Satan's going to bow down because he ain't got no choice because he sees you walking in that holy boldness and that holy power. Period. Point blank. I see my beautiful granddaughter on here. Hey, beautiful. Love you. Um, he gonna bow down. And let me tell you, I can see, I can discern the spirit of Satan. But guess what? Now I know how to go, how to walk away. And that's what you gotta learn too. You can't go up to somebody because see, it was told that them demons will jump. You go and mess with them demons if you want to. They'll jump off of them and on you. When you know to walk away, walk away. But always be wise as a serpent, gentle as the. We gotta get out of here. Thank you all. Thank you. 
uh, Tammy, thank you, Paula, Sharon, uh, uh, all these people for watching in, tuning in, Bobby, all y'all, you've been wonderful, thank you, Mignon, everybody, if I miss somebody, I gotta go, we love you, next week won't be a show because it's Thanksgiving, so it'll be a repeat, but now y'all know if a show comes up, I will get on here and I'll let God do Anyway, bye-bye. I love you all. And thank you, everyone, for all of your wise words, TNT, uh, Firecracker, uh, Chaplain. You guys have been wonderful. And thank you for the great advice. And I will take it to heart again, humble and appreciative as always. I'm Dorothy Patterson, the reality coach. You're going to reach me, 972-695-9514. And Facebook Live always. Or you can email me, DorothyTheRealityCoach at gmail.com. Be blessed. Beyond measures, and y'all get some holy boldness and be wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove, because God is watching from above. Bye now. Love you. I fake my confidence and put it on like armor. Five foot nine, so I try to stand a little taller. To measure up, I gotta work a little harder. It's the human condition. I do it all to make it perfect for the picture. Pretty smile, let me find the perfect filter. If they believe it, maybe I believe it with them. That's the human condition. Lord, help me. I'm so tired of pretending. I can hold it together when I know that I can. Lord, show me. I don't have to be worthy. It's because of your mercy. You love me. You love me just as I am. So unaware it needed saving You could have turned, could have run Could have left me in my, my human condition And if I'm really being honest Every day I struggle with the promise That all I am is all you ever wanted Ever wanted Central Texas. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are. Leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.